Yo, what's up? It's your girl, DJ Narc. What's going on? Yo, we're going to go on that little trip that I promised you. But before we do that, I want to talk about something. And for those of you who know me or who have gotten to know me through the podcast and you can tell from the tone of my voice what's going on or what's good, you can tell that I'm pissed, right? Good. No, I'm glad about that. I'm glad you can tell that I'm pissed because I want to talk about something. And I know I watch my fucking Gemini reading. I know that I should be real careful with whatever the fuck I say this month, that I need to really check myself. I get all of that. Okay. I hear all of that. I get you, Umber. I watched the fucking video. I saw the fucking cards fall. But you know what? This shit right here, let me set this up for you, okay? Let me set this up for you. And no, this is not boy drama. This is not fucking emotional. This is like some on some real shit, okay? Because I know we be having our petty ups and downs over some dude or some bitch or whatever. This is not about that. This is, not, this is on some real shit, okay? So let me set this scene up for you. Okay, here we go. So I have had the flu for the past like week or so. Um, and with this solar storm and the pressure headaches that have been going on, uh, it has been crazy. The headaches have been insane, uh, but that was to be expected because of the solar storms anyway. But then this horrible illness and, you know, I've been walking around looking at everybody like angry because I could hear people coughing last week. And I was like, "Ugh, I, I could hear it. I can hear what the fuck is being passed around here and I don't want to fucking get it. So when my kid was away from me for like a day and came back with this shit. I was like, you and like sometimes like if you know any South Asians, like you could talk to South Asian parents, like South Asian parents really be getting in their feelings because we try to keep our kids like almost sterilized. (laughs) Like we just like to keep our kids really, really protected. So we're always kind of like, oh, that person made my kids sick or those people did, you know, anybody on the outside were like, it was them, you know, because we try to just like keep like everything around our kids. Like I feel like sanitized and I don't even mean sanitized as in like actually keeping it super, super clean, but it's more like we're always watching, you know, we're like that really, really, really attentive monkey. Who's like, wait, what are you doing? Don't test that. That'll fall. It's helicopter parenting is what it is. It's actually not very healthy. Um, but we love it because we're South Asian. So we're like, you know, bonded in a way to think that that kind of constant affection and constant attention is love. You know, these are perfect for this like um, second to second contact, you know, age of the iPhone thing. Like we're perfect for this because we need constant attention. (laughs) Um, I mean, literally, that's what happens in Bollywood movies. Someone gives someone else sustained constant attention for like 10 minutes (laughs) and they're like eyes meet and that's it. It's like, boom, done. There you go. So... He came home with this fucking cough and it was like a slight cough, but I knew, I knew from the look on his face, you know, cause he doesn't have the, he doesn't have the advantage. He doesn't have the genetic advantage of having dark skin. So you could see on him when he's starting to get sick, you could see it right away. You can see it right under his eyes. And so when I, when I picked him up, I was like, oh my God, here we go. You know? And I knew that if he got it, I was going to get it. I knew, I knew because the way my body's going to work now is it's going to try to make a much, much stronger antibody to what he got to pass it back to him. And his body's going to try to do the same thing with me. Right? So 
here I am. It's been a week in. For some reason, thank God, without knowing anything about this having, you know, gonna that this was gonna happen. Um, my mind is a little foggy, sorry. Um, but anger sharpens me, you know? It wakes me up. Um Aries, Aries, Venus, Aries, Mars. It really sharpens me. I'm like, I'm good now. I'm good now. I've been trying to do this for like a day, but I'm good now. When I when I tell you, ho, oh, and I'm gonna tell you now, I'm gonna tell you first. If any of you get pissed off about what the fuck I'm saying and you think I'm a bigot, you think I'm a, a, a an ist this or a ist that or whatever the fuck you think I am, yo. You have full permission to think so and get the fuck out my space. I'm just going to say it like that. I'm not going to say it in any other way. I am not apologetic. I am not nothing, nothing. You're not going to get anything from me. No kind of concession whatsoever. You could just get the fuck out my space. Anything you think about me, you're right. You're absolutely fucking right. Because what we're not going to do to me that y'all do to, and I'm not talking about my peoples. I'm not talking about y'all. I'm talking about these other motherfuckers. What you're not going to do to me is what you do to everybody else fucking out here. And what you do is you set up little traps for people and put little nooses around people's necks. So if they step on this little trap over here, then this little, then this rope over here is going to pull. And if they step on this little trap over here, then this rope over here is going to pull. And soon you got them hung up by like six different ropes. And, uh, we're not going to go into how most of y'all are from the same ethnicity that has quite an interesting history with ropes. You know what I'm saying? This like digital lynching shit. Yo, when I tell you that I fucking see through you and when I tell you that the drag I'm about to take you on, there's not going to be any fucking meat left on your bones. I'm going to drag you so bad. I'm telling you, your fucking bones are going to be making sparks on the fucking road. The way I'm going to fucking drag you right now. Because this shit that we're not going to do is ignore the real shit. The motherfucking real shit out here that y'all never address. You could go to any motherfucker's page who talks the bullshit I'm going to tell you about. They never address the real shit that's going on. Never, never, never. But they got these little fake traps, social fucking traps set up everywhere. And the second you step in one of them... Yo, these bitches can't wait to come after you. But here's the difference. Here's the difference between me and everybody else. Y'all come after people and people run. Right? People run because they don't understand the dialogue. And the reason they don't understand the dialogue is because it doesn't make any fucking sense. Here's the problem with me. I'm smart. I understand that the dialogue doesn't make any fucking sense. But instead of running away, you know, I just can't do it. I just can't fucking do it. It's just not in my nature. So instead, I'm going to turn around and I'm going to throw that bullshit fucking argument back in your fucking face. And let's see how you like it. Oh, by the way, it doesn't matter if you like it because I'm not engaging you. Like I said, you could either stop listening now, which is what I suggest you do. Honestly, I'm telling you. Honestly, I'm telling you. If you are even a little bit on the fence about me and how I move, I really think that you should stop listening because it's just going to hurt your feelings. I'm t- Because I'm going to try to hurt your feelings now because you made me mad. And plus to make a point, to make a fucking point. And sometimes people so fucked up and stupid that they don't listen until you hurt their fucking feelings. So are we ready? Is everybody ready? Okay, let me tell you what the fuck happened. 
So, I let me tell you how it started. Anyway, wait, what I was telling you was, so then I didn't feel good. And I was like, just like, ugh, 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 ugh. And thank God, without even knowing it, but knowing it, I had done the videos mad early. You know, and then right when I was finishing, and then, like, Baba got sick, and he was sick for two days, and I was just like, fucking nothing was wrong with me i was like oh shit i got you know i dipped the ginger shots was good you know like i fucking just skipped over that shit that shit didn't even you know touch me boom man as soon as i press stop on the fucking libra uh, extended yo my body just shut the fuck down it was like everything just went boom 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 all the lights went off i was like oh my god yo i feel terrible but i didn't feel anything before that you know, so that's, you know, that's like whenever the Libra video came out until now, right? So it's probably been like a week, I'd say, maybe a little bit less. So it's just been fucking awful. You know, the flu was awful. It was awful to deal with. Um, Poor Baba, you know, but we're feeling better. I've been trying to motivate to do this for about 20 hours. Um, I just... I, I'm very self-conscious about, again, like having it be perfect and having it be right. And I just didn't think that my voice was up for it. Like it wouldn't sound right to you guys, you know? Um, but then so many of you guys like wrote and were like, no, nah, we don't give a fuck. Like we just want to hear what the fuck is going on. Like I miss your voice. What the fuck? I don't care if it's like fucking nasally. Who gives a fuck? Like you're human. Come on. So I was like, yeah, you're right. You know, and like Virgos, Virgo moons, Virgo rising. Like we need to be told that it's okay and that people still like us when we're not perfect. And I know that sounds dumb, but like we really don't know. And if you're a Virgo and you started crying, you're making me cry and I'm not even emotional. I'm like legit angry. So I know it's because y'all are crying. Don't cry. Like it, that's like your deepest, darkest secret that I just revealed. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. I have a tendency to do that. Um, I also have a tendency to say like the one thing that someone's trying to hide desperately, like right in front of their face. And I never mean to. It's the fucking Aries placements, man. These fucking Aries placements run my life. I don't know what to tell you. This is why every time I meet an Aries, they're like, you're an Aries, right? And I'm like, no, but I may as well be. <laughs> like, And I almost say it like apologetically, like, I, you're going to love me and I'm going to hate me. <laughs> But we're going to do this. Let's fucking do this. And that's like my entire attitude about everything. Let's fucking do this, man. Um, so, yeah. So, I've just been, you know, so so Virgos. So Virgos. Like, yes, that is the deep, dark secret, right? That, like, we need to know that people will still love us and want to be around us and, and that our company and our insight is still valuable, even if we are in fact uh, not perfect. Which is funny because everyone knows we're not perfect, and they kind of just let us live that lie, you know, to like spare our feelings. Um, but then sometimes we can really convince some people who fall in love with us that we are perfect, and then when they find out that we're not, it's like the worst, you know, because we did that, because we we gave them like the perfect picture. So like the second one little tiny thing cracks, it's like the whole thing just goes. And they're like, oh shit, was this all a facade? And you're like, what? No, <laughs> not really. <laughs> I mean, the components are all genuine. <laughs> the way I put it together might have been a little much, <laughs> you know? 
<coughs> see uh Beyonce's uh what was it her baby shower but it was actually like the Grammys but it was just her fucking baby shower that's why Rihanna was drinking because it was a fucking baby shower and she's gonna drink in a baby shower because she's fucking Rihanna she's normal right mm. so I've been trying to work up you know the 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 confidence with the nasally voice to do this and it was just you know and I was like thinking ah fuck like you know it's bad timing because I want the the straight up meditation to the restaurant to be like mass smooth you know you know like I was trying to give you like a real polished product so I was just like you know waiting it out and kind of feeling bad like I'm wasting time like you know I really should put this up but at the same time I don't want to do a nasally guided meditation like y'all could say whatever you want but I don't want to do that you know that's just not that defeats the fucking point the point is to like lull you into a state of like, you know, where your body wants to leave. Not like your soul is going, what the fuck is wrong with her? Did she take her turmeric? Like, you know, like I don't need you in that space. But for this, y'all could be in the space. For this, you could be in any fucking space you want. Because this shit, like, nah, this shit really needs to be addressed. Because this shit is crazy. Like, dude, we reaching levels of crazy that I am genuinely too old to deal with. Yes, I'm going to pull that fucking card on you, bitch. I am 41 years old. There are certain things that you could tell me up, down, side to side, and I'm still going to look at you and go, that's complete fucking bullshit. I'm not, no, no, no. Okay, so this is what happened. Let me just take you through the whole fucking story. Even though it's not even a fucking story. It was nothing. But again, it was turned into something. So, you know, I'm actually really glad. Remember I told you in the first episode that I would much rather be infamous than famous? Okay, this is the same type of thing. I can't talk about stuff like this until someone triggers me. I'm like the Supreme Court. My laugh is totally stifled because I can't laugh because my lungs. (coughs) Oh my God, I'm so sorry. The cough is so gross. Hold on. (coughs) I hate it so much. You see why I can't do the fucking meditation, right? So like I was saying, I'm like the Supreme Court (laughs) in that I can't bring cases to the court to be heard. But if someone brings me something, I fucking address it like this is not the type of shit that I would ever bring up on my own. First of all, honest to God, because I wouldn't think that it's possible, like just mind blowingly dumb like this. But also because it's just not my thing. Like, I don't like to. There's a lot of like wasp nests, you know, what I mean, I'm like, I'm not in the habit of just going around kicking a wasp nest. But if you sting me. And you think that I'm just going to run away because there's a million of you and there's only one of me. I'm just going to come back with some smoke and some poison and some fucking, you know, pesticide. I'm gonna, and I'm going to get rid of you. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, you did, remember what I told you about how my brothers nicknamed me Nikki from Casino? Or was that only in the Gemini reading? There's a Gemini reading about Lester Diamond. Is his name Lester? Yeah, Lester Diamond. And he's, you know, he's Sharon Stone's douchebag of a fucking ex who's like a pimp and he he like pimped her out and like molested her when she was a kid or whatever the fuck he's just a complete fucking loser and she's marrying this wonderful guy and she calls this motherfucker from her wedding reception because he's such a piece of shit anyway so in and she's so fucked so in that 
Gemini video. I know I'm all over the place. Just fucking deal with it. I'm mad. That's why. So my brain is organizing in a different way. You know how Virgos get mad like Joe Budden does that shit where he goes five different directions and then all of a sudden he goes clear. This is what the fuck. This is Mercury thinking. So in that Gemini video, I had as like just an anecdotal piece of like, oh, by the way, since we're talking about casino, um, my brothers call me Nikki. My nickname, one of my nicknames, when I'm being nice and just, you know, okay, okay, let's let's do it like this, okay? One of the twins is called Gumby, which is short for gumball machine, which is what my brother calls me because he thinks that I look like a gumball machine because I got a big head and a skinny body and like he like yells it across casinos, like gumball, like he, and, and yeah. Anyway, so there's that one, you know, and Gumby's pretty nice. Um, it's also a play, Gumby, Umby, you know, <coughs> Umby is a small mango, you know, Umber, Umby, you know, okay, okay, you get it. So, uh, baby mango, you know, they're cute. Um, and the other twin is Nikki <laughs> from Casino. And if you have seen Casino, you're laughing. And if you haven't seen Casino, please, please go watch it. Like, it's not just about recommending movie it books or but like it's like you know this is a this is a holistic approach bitch <laughs> this is a fucking holistic but go watch casino casino is one of the best movies ever fucking made that movie is a walking painting like the fucking set the the fact that they fucking filmed in the casinos the way they do know like oh my god okay all of it all it's everything it's everything. Anyway, so Nikki, just so we're all on the same page. So Nikki is a guy that the main character, Sam Rothstein, who is a triple Gemini, by the way, in the movie. Sam Rothstein is like this hella smart guy who runs numbers and books and he's super organized and super like all the things. And he's dope. He wears the dope suits and the dope high hair and handsome, you know, De Niro. Mm. Yums, all the yums. Um, and he is a friend from back home named Nikki. So the thing with Nikki is Nikki's played by Joe Pesci. And Joe Pesci plays this character that like he's just a he's just a trigger button. You know? He's just a trigger button. Like like the way the way Sam describes him is you know, if you beat him, if you beat him with a bat, he's gonna come back with a gun. And if you beat him with a gun, he's gonna come back with something, he's gonna kill you. Like he's not like you're not going to be able to get rid of him. Like that's the whole thing. That's what made Nikki such a force is that he would just do anything, you know. Um, so the reason they came. So now you're thinking, why the fuck did your brothers give you this nickname? Good question. Um, it's because he has this um, he's reactive. That's the word I was looking for. So if you were going to like pair this out, it's like the to- the Vedic Taurus is the, the Nikki twin. It's just reaction. And so reactive stuff, like I don't get into reactive stuff. I'm like, there's stuff that I would never get into unless someone poked me and makes that like Nikki come out of me or else I, that would just never. That's just I see it like it's over there and I see your bullshit and I see exactly what the fuck you doing and I know you full of shit, but I'm not going to go over there and like kick a bunch of dirt in your pond. Like, I see what you're doing, and you totally full of shit. Bitch, on every level, what you're doing is full of shit. But I'm not going to say anything. Like, I'm not here to police, you know, what you've decided is your identity. I don't give a fuck. You could do whatever the fuck you want. I'm not going to say anything. 
But as soon as you put that shit on me, well, if you're hoping that Gumby's in the house, Gumby not around. Gumby's at the store. You know what I'm saying? She's doing something nice with nice people. She's probably looking for that lean as fuck dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's doing shit. But Nikki's here. And Nikki loves this type of shit. So let's do this, okay? So this is what the fuck happened. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry for this cough. I'm going to drink something. Hold on. Mm. You know what, you guys? You need to fucking smoke what you got or do what you need to do. You know, tobacco, the jewel, the vape, whatever the fuck you're doing. Take a drink and take a hit. I'm telling you, because what the fuck I'm about to tell you, either you're about to get fucking dragged for your life. Or you about to laugh your fucking ass off after I tell you what the fuck I'm going to tell you. These fucking bitches, yo. Okay. So, yesterday, I'm on Instagram and I see a guy that I like know, but I don't like know him, know him, but I know him. You know, I've been like, you know, I know him. Dissy guy. And I've just noticed over the past, like, I'd let's say two years, that he's just getting more and more out of shape. And it made me think of something because I've been noticing more and more just like men in my age group are just getting out of shape. Now, I come from a medical family, military medical family. Right. So there's no sentiment in that dynamic. Uh, There's no sentimentality. So, for example, if you were to say to my mom, um, no, but all body types are okay," My mom would be like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) That's just not like medically true. You're a fucking idiot. Don't say that. Like you're you're allowing for people to think that extremely unhealthy habits are okay because we don't want to say that they're not beautiful it has nothing to do with being beautiful it's just not okay so that's the family that I was raised in right everyone in my family is extremely lean we all work out every day and I know that sounds crazy and people who know my older brother his like close group of friends they're always talking about how vain they think he is and they're always laughing about it um because it doesn't matter how long the day has been. It doesn't matter if he's been working. He's also in medicine. It doesn't matter if he's been working for 20 hours and he's been on his feet seeing patients for 20 hours. He will still come home and work out for 45 minutes. And it's the craziest thing. Like nobody can wrap their head around it. I'm the same. Like you see how I sound right now, right? You you can tell how I'm feeling. I worked out for an hour and a half this morning because I wanted to, because I wanted to, because the... The mindset that we were raised with, it never had anything to do with like looks. It's just my father only likes to eat healthy. We ate very little meat growing up. My mother only likes to eat healthy. Like there was never like soda around. It's only water. You know, like there's all these things that they've always done because my mom is the type when she learns something, and I think this is where I get it. When she learns something, she can picture it. And my brother does it actually in his practice all the time. And I feel like that's why he's so successful, Mashallah, is because he can see it in his head, you know? 
But whenever she learned something, she could see it. And she was like, when I was getting my nursing training and I was just learning about like, you know, what we give patients and what we shouldn't give them and what, and then that leads you to like, well, why shouldn't you give them this or that? And you start learning more about food and you start learning more about nutrition because she had her own interest in it. She learned very, very quickly because she went into nursing when she was like 15 that there was just a very ideal way to eat and live your life that would keep you alive for a very long time and would keep you basically, in her words, out of the hospital. You know, that, that like as a medical professional, it's just like, how long can we live, <laughs> right? Oh, so this is the optimal way to live a very long time. So that's the way it was always packaged to us. Um, and, and, and it's never strayed from that. And anyone she meets, she's like, whenever they say like, because a lot of people ask her for medical advice and they'll say, oh, but do you see, you know, I have this, um, can you help me? I have this kind of stone or I have this kind of this, or I have this kind of this, or I'm having this heart issue. And she'll always be the person in the room who's going to say the thing that I think nobody says anymore. The first thing she says is, well, you're very overweight. And like the person could be, you know, 30 pounds overweight. And they're like, well, I'm only about 20 or 30 pounds. And she's like, that's very overweight. Like, like, and so you're talking about someone who, yeah, was raised in the 50s, right? Went to school and did everything in the 60s, had kids in the late 70s. Like, this is someone who has no idea what we're about to go into and what we're about to talk about. She has no concept of it. Like when I told her about it, she was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. And I was like, yeah, I know. But <laughs> no, I get it. But hold on. <laughs> hold my blunt, mom. Because wait. So that's what I was raised in. Okay. Um, my dad was like the, like the, you know, like they do this thing, men, where they lift the big weights with the long bar. And it's like just about how much you can pick up whatever, what is that called? Like weightlifting or is that bodybuilding? I don't know what the fuck it's called. The one where you pick up the big weight and you just put more and more on and then they like put it down and they make the noise like, oh, I did it. You know, like that thing. So my dad was like that, that thing champion in the Air Force, like the, all the years that he was in. Okay. So like very athletic kind of family. Great. Got it. So The other day I'm on Instagram and I noticed that this dude is just turning into like a dad, but he's about 10 years younger than me and there's just no reason for him to be turning into a dad. And from what I can tell, the motherfucker's single. So I really don't understand what the fuck is going on with him because like this is not like you're not doing yourself any favors. Also, from the looks of it, from just looking at his face, it looks like he has like liver trouble and maybe heart trouble. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I'm just being real. From the coloring and the and the and the pallor and like the darkness under the eyes, shit ain't looking that good. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just it. So, me being perhaps perhaps a little bit harsh, fine, fine. It just shocked me. Like, what the fuck is up? Like, why are y'all doing this? Like, what's good? Like What is it? You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, I, I put I put uh, uh, what would be called an incendiary comment under the Sabayashi Sari people's Oprah thing because they have like a picture of Oprah on their page right now. And I put um, 
Oprah didn't know until a few years ago that people still eat with their hands. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't. And I can't because that's just so ignorant. But anyway, whatever. It's Oprah. No one says anything bad about her. So now everyone's going to jump down my throat. And I'm not even saying anything bad about her. I'm just pointing out that she didn't know that people eat with their hands, which is ridiculous. Anyway, so yeah, I'm just in a mood. I guess I'm just in a mood. I guess I'm in the mood to be controversial. And I did. But here's here's the fucking hilarious thing. I had no idea I was being controversial, dog. Like, I had no idea that what I fucking posted was gonna was gonna do this. So let's so let me tell you what happened. So I see this idiot and his fucking face just like and I'm just like, why are you like, what's going on? And then I start thinking about like the other people I know in my age group that are just like, what are you doing? Like, where's your focus? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it comes down to for me is like, what are your priorities? Like in the I Ching, it says that if you want to know what somebody cares about, you have to notice what they cultivate in their life and what they put time into, right? So my way of looking at this is like, why are you not putting time into yourself? Why are you not cultivating like your physical health? It's not just about how you look. It's like you mad unhealthy. What's going on? You know what I'm saying? So <coughs> I posted that I just don't like and then and then people like this who are at this stage or whatever is going on with them. I know for a lot of them it's their um Uranus uh opposition, so their Kundalini rise and for men that means that they're going through their midlife crisis. So I know for a lot of them it has to do with their midlife crisis, right? But like then these men who are going through whatever the fuck they're going through, and I feel for them, that's cool, they, you know, reach out to me. And I'm like, um, I'm sorry. Like, what's, g- uh, no. Okay, first of all, no. Because, like, I'm not interested in being somebody's nurse. Let's start there. I told you already. I'm going to drag you in in a way that like it's gonna take the fucking skin off your fucking body. Like I'm telling you, I'm gonna fucking flay you because this shit is ridiculous. I'm not trying to be somebody's nurse. If you look like you have liver trouble and heart trouble at 33, 32, what the fuck is gonna happen to you at 50? Because excuse me, I'm 41. So in nine years, I'll be 50. And you know what the fuck I don't wanna be doing at 50? is making sure that you get to your fucking doctor's appointments on time. What the fuck? And and now and now there's another subset of people who are going to go, but it's supposed to be for better or for worse. Listen, you got to be for better or for worse for yourself too. You, you can't expect to let yourself just be whatever the fuck you want to be and then have some other person devote their life to trying to take care of the mess you making out of your own fucking physical health. That shit is dumb. And, and it's fucking selfish as shit. Is the other thing. That's the other thing. Like if you can't get your physical health together, right? If you can't do that, what exactly are the chances that you're going to fit in my life and make other shit fit together? Because you can't handle something like if you can't get a handle on keeping yourself alive for as long as possible, we have very different priorities, that's it. Call it possessive. Call it possessive. Let's just let's just let's just leave it at that. I'm a possessive, jealous person. I want the person that I'm with to be around for a really fucking long time. And I want quality of life with that person. 
I want to be able to run around and jump and do shit and go ride horses and go fucking travel without having to think about the fact that you're fucking like, you know what I'm saying? That your liver can't take the fucking altitude or whatever the fuck is going on. Like, dog, no, I don't want that. So when dudes like that come at me, maybe you guys don't feel that way. Maybe you're like in your 20s and you're like, I don't give a fuck if this 42 year old man is looking a little soft everywhere because, you know, like he's going to give me money and we're going to fuck for like five years or whatever. And then I'm going to go find some cute dude my own age and we're going to like whatever. Like, girl, do listen, do whatever the fuck you want to do with these dudes. I don't give a fuck if they open for it. Do it. What I'm saying is I'm just in a different stage in my life. But even when I was at your stage and I was in my 20s, this shit still applied for me. So I'm not going to play myself and try to say that I've changed or somehow now this is how this is how I've always been. And this is what it is. I don't like you. Not not sexually. I could be friends with you for the rest of time. I could love you with my heart and soul. But my physical body is not doing the things it does that I have no control over. Wait a minute. That I have no fucking control over. Okay? Those things don't happen when I look at you and you doing what I just described. If you look like you like you're not taking care of your health, my body just doesn't do the things. On the other hand, when I see someone who's taking care of their health too much and it looks like that's all they do, my body also doesn't do the things. I Generally, because I think when men do too much, to me, they end up all the way on the other end of the spectrum. Like I just I have no physical attraction to men who are completely self-obsessed. You can see it in their eyes. You ever be around those guys who are like super built and take really good care of themselves, great shape, good face, you know, like real, real good looking in the face. But when you look in their eyes, they're not there. It's like there's a mirror in front of their eyes and they're just seeing themselves over and over again. Like there's something in their gaze. Like they're never actually looking at you. Have you noticed that about these guys? It's like narcissists in the flesh and the mirror, the pond that they're looking in is like recovering, like right over their own pupils. You know, but you can see that deadness in their eyes. They're just fucking dead in the face. That shit, zero attraction. Honestly, gross. When I see guys that look like that, I'm just like, like gross. I don't like it. So I don't like anything on either end of the spectrum. One doesn't gross me out. Heavy set men don't gross me out. I think they're sweet. That's it. I think they're sweet. That's it. Legit. That's it. That's all that's all you got. I think they're sweet. I like to hug them. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Super 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 manicured men, they're gross. They gross me out. Like it's not even like I don't even want to hug them. I have an aversion. I see them and I like walk the other way cuz I know they're going to try to talk to me and I'm just like, "Nope. Nope." A guy like that, this girl I knew once, Actually, I don't know her. My best friend. She's a friend of my best friend. She told me there's a, she was dating a guy like that. Okay, listen to this. This is so fucking disgusting. She was dating a guy like that, super manicured guy, right? And 
she goes to me we meet up I went to go see my best friend and and me and him were just hanging out and she happened to you know she showed up with a bunch of his like college like they're all friends from college and she was like Amber Amber I want to ask you something she pulled me aside and she's like so last night me and so and so are like hanging out right and I'm like yeah and she's like, and I'm going down on him. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> which is always my reaction when girls tell me stuff. I'm like, oh my God, don't tell me. And she's like, so I'm going down on him, right? And I'm like, oh my God. And he stops me right in the middle. <laughs> this is the wildest story. She goes, he stops me right in the middle. And he like holds my face away from him. And he's looking at me. <laughs> And I swore that it was going to be some really fucked up, cheesy, like, um, and then he like proposed to me or something stupid, you know, because the look on her face, like when she saw me, when she walked into the bar, she was like, Amber, and I was like, oh my God, what happened? So I thought she was going to be like, and that's how he proposed to me. He's such a douchebag or something. But instead she goes, so she's, she's like, so I'm going down on him. And then he like pulls me away like pulls me off of him and like holds my face away from him and goes how come your tan is darker than mine (laughs) and she's like she goes do you think that's normal and I was like honestly dude for that guy yeah totally that's why they're so gross that's why they're so unattractive they don't see you they only see themselves they're the ones who are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who are looking in the mirror at the gym. <laughs> that's, of course, that's all he saw. All he saw was like, um, you know, that's what I mean. Like guys like that, they're almost like they're competitive almost with you, which is like so gross. Like you, you can't be prettier than me. Like you, you can't, you can't. You're going to you're going to try and you're going to fail and you're going to be mad and and like me and my gay friends are going to laugh at you. Like you can't be prettier than me. And so I told her I was like, "Dude, like guys like that, like that's, you know, that's what he's into is like him, you know." And she was like, "Do you think I should break up with him?" And I was like, "You didn't break up with him last night?" Like, what the fuck? yeah dude break up with him anyway I ran into him at a bar years later and he was doing the same shit just you know it's just a fucking thing and it's fucking gross um I could have just like not told you that story and just said that I had a friend who was dating a banker and I think you would have got you guys would have gotten all of it like just in one little ah uh yes ah if you live in New York City yeah you get what I'm saying yeah them so anyways uh, <laughs> those guys are gross I don't even want to hug those guys right like those t- those guys those highly manicured like banker type pretty boys who are always in the gym and got all the monies those are the guys who are like my where's my hug guys you know that like just 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 no just that no dude that like the meme you know where's my hug that dude those guys are my where's my hug Whenever I see guys like that, they're like, yo, what's up? And I'm just like, ugh. Like, just please. Yo, you don't want to, you, what's up? Can I get a hug? No, you can't get a fucking hug. Yo, you like my suit? No, I bet you can't even pronounce it. Anyway, it's Brioni. Um, so those guys are gross. Now, see, I didn't mention those guys because I just kind of, 
didn't realize what landmines I was about to step in. I was just, you know, emoting. I was just being a fucking Gemini. I was just talking. So I posted, yo, y'all need to miss me with this, like, bullshit. Like, what's going on with dudes out here? Why are y'all letting yourselves go like this? Like, and, and you know what? I didn't specify that I was talking about, like, 35 plus. But I don't give a fuck. Anyway, that's what I was thinking in my head because... Anyone who's younger than that, actually anyone who's younger than me by more than a few years is just not a thing for me. Like, I don't like that. So anyway, um, I said, what's up with all these dudes and what's going on with them? And like, miss me with this bullshit and with the soft body. Like, I'm not into this. And like, stop trying to like somehow throw all these other things into the mix that are going to make me want to like fuck with you. When you don't have like the basic requirements that I need. Fuck out of here. I'm not into this. So what I wrote was, why don't you work out? Why don't you lose 20 pounds? Why don't you like put some more attention into what the fuck you you look like before you try to talk to me? Because this shit is like, honestly, it fucks with me. Like, I shouldn't have to be the one to tell you that. I'm going to tell you like this. (coughs) So... Baba's dad and I have known each other for a long time. You know that, right? We've known each other since I was 18. Me and him and the other model, they're both models. The other model that I was married to, yes, I was married to two models. Um, They were, I met them in the same week. So I became friends with one of them and I married the other. And I think I've said this before, but anyone who didn't, doesn't know it, you know, whatever. Ha ha, there it is. So, um, three years before we got married, I I ghosted him. I ghosted him because I just didn't like. I just I just like he wanted me to go sailing with him around the world and I couldn't go. I had a life and a marriage and a job and a fucking triplex apartment on the Upper East Side. You know what I'm saying? Like I had fucking a car like in New York. These are real responsibilities. Like I got to move the car every two days. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are you doing? Like, no, I can't go sailing around the fucking world. And, and like, I'm what the fuck are you talking about? No. excuse me so sorry so i just didn't like how things progressed for one reason or another it was probably a misunderstanding on my part but i'm very 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 stubborn um especially when it comes to my love life like if i say it's a no it's a fucking no and that's it so uh i ghosted him for like three years and he would like reach out to me and call me and contact me and reach out to me and i just would not respond at all at all at all Um, and three years in, like he sent me something and I was like, okay, all right. And I responded. Um, and when I went to go see him, when I, when I came here to Denmark to see him, I told him like, I hadn't seen him in like three years and he'd just been, you know, living in Denmark and like hanging out and just, you know, very good looking man and just kind of like, you know, chilling and working and doing stuff and like drinking and like, you know, whatever. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on with you? And he was like, what? What do you mean? And I was like, what happened? Like, you put on a lot of weight. And he was like, whoa, yeah, um, yeah, I guess I did. And I was like, you guess? Like, what do you mean? You can't tell? Like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, like, I understand that the last time I saw you, you were 27. And now you, like, 30, 31 or whatever. But, like, what's, what's going on? Like, why do you look like this? And he was like, whoa, don't you think that you're being mean? And I was like, no, 
I'm being completely honest. Like, has no one been honest with you in the past, like, three years? Like, no one has said to you, what the fuck are you doing to yourself? Like, what's going on with you? And he was like, oh, well, I guess, like, I guess I should get in shape. And I was like, I guess you should. Like, at least if you want something to do with me, I don't know what to tell you. Like, what, what, what is this? Like, I was really, really, really shocked and taken aback. And I was not with the shit. Like, what, what, what does this say? And it led me to all kinds of questions. Like, how did you get this way? What are you eating? What are you drinking? How much are you drinking? How often are you going out? How be- like, because the thing is, if you're in a certain rhythm... And if you had been in a certain rhythm from when I saw you three years ago, like you wouldn't, you know, and I know you were on a boat for a year. So you were the leanest you've ever been because you sent me photo after photo after photo. Like, I know what you look like on the boat. And that was only two years ago. So what the fuck is going on now? See, a lot of you who fucking hate me right now are thinking, oh, my God, I can't believe she's saying that. Fucking believe it. I can't believe that you think I'm saying something wrong. Yo, I can't hang with this bullshit. I'm sorry, I can't get behind this. I can't get behind this. If it's unhealthy, it's unhealthy. And yo, by the way, I have the right to have a fucking preference. And I'm not even saying that my preference has to be that you need to be that fucking Scorpio with the fucking perfect V-shaped back and the shoulders and everything. Like I told you, he's a fucking wonder of nature. I'm not even saying that you got to be perfect like him. But like, you can't be doing this. (laughs) The fuck is this? Like, I'm not even asking for perfection. I'm just asking for health. And I started showing him stuff like, you know, the greatest indicators of like early death. Lots of sitting, lots of fat around the middle. Like these are things that put you in your fucking grave. Like, do you want me to be your wife and marry you? Because this is what the fuck you signing up for. Then my job is going to become keeping you alive as long as I can. And we not starting off on this foot because this is some fucking bullshit. Whatever the fuck you doing, you need to fucking stop doing it. And the next time I saw him was in London, I think, like three months later, and he had lost almost all the weight. And then within six months of that, we were married and he quit drinking and never really went back to it. He'll have a glass of wine here and there, but that's it. Like he just realized that there was a certain issue and it was affecting his health and it was affecting his just overall, you know, like he had so much more energy and so much more confident, so much happier and like livelier and stamina and everything just like returned so quickly. Um, of course, 30 year old guy, very young, right? Um, but that initial like abrasion of me saying it to him in the airport, he was just like, whoa. And I was like, what do you mean? Whoa. Like, I get that I'm harsh, but what the fuck are you doing? Like, do you not care what the fuck is going on with you? Because that's because that's what it boils down to for me. Like, if I'm trying to have a romantic relationship with you, I'm really not with the shit with like, oh, we looked in each other's eyes and that's it. And I love you. And you just you can do whatever you want. I'll just love you forever. No, fuck you. No, if I love you, then I got to fucking take care of you. And if I got to fucking take care of you, what I'm not going to do is feed you bullshit. What I'm not going to do is fucking look at you fucking killing yourself and be like, oh, that's cute. I love you anyway. No, I don't. No, I don't. I love you so much that I'm going to tell you to your face. I'm going to stop fucking loving you and fucking leave you if you don't get your fucking self together. Or I'm not going to marry you to begin with. No. 
Why? What what punishment? Why do I need to be punished? Because you don't give a fuck about yourself. No, I'm serious. No, I'm serious. <laughs> and you know what? Here's where we get into the serious fucking politics of this bullshit. Now, there's a lot of people out there going, well, I'm I'm overweight, but it's not because I don't give a fuck about myself. Okay. Okay, fine. I'm also not trying to sleep with you. You see what I'm saying? And I'm also not saying this to you and every other man that I just just for no reason. I'm saying this because I'm getting flooded with DMs from a certain type of man who's all apparently they all seem to be going through the same shit. And it was like a PSA to be like, yo, if you this and you tw- and you the type of dude who's hitting me up in my DMs and you know you're 20 pounds overweight. Can you please do something about this before you come at me? Like, because this is not cute. You losing grip on your priorities and so a woman has to come into the situation to like finish cooking your rotis and let you like get fat in your old age in peace and turn into one more Indian uncle? I don't fucking think so. No. Please, no, no. I'm not doing it. I don't like it. I don't want it. Bus. That's it. So this is what happened. And I was not this harsh in what I wrote. This is me. And, I, and honestly, I still don't think I'm fucking being harsh. Not at all. Not one fucking bit. Because you can't fucking tell me what I'm attracted to or what I want to fucking deal with on a long-term basis. And what I'm attracted to and what I want to deal with on a long-term basis is the same fucking thing. Because I don't play short games. And when I sleep with someone, I fall in love with them. So I can't just randomly sleep with people either. So when I'm looking at somebody, I'm looking at someone like a long-term partner. No, you are not fucking attractive to me as a long-term partner if you can't get your fucking health together. Now, does that exclude people who are just very big builds? You know Henry Cavill? He was like an overweight kid, the guy who plays Superman. And you can still kind of see in him that he has this like husky, like big build. But he's so fit, right? He's so like... That's very attractive. You see how my voice cracked? I actually find him extremely attractive. What's not to like? And you can tell, like, he's he's still got, like, a heavy... <coughs> Excuse me, so gross. Um, You can tell he's got, like, a heavy set frame, right? And he, like, works with it constantly, and he's always, like, on top of it because he knows, he knows he has it. In, and it's, like... There's no like there's no shame there in that. That's it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. It's someone taking care of themselves. The fuck? The fuck? Evolutionarily you can't fucking be mad at me for being not not being into people who aren't like in my mind. In my mind, that is someone who is not devoting enough attention to their health. I'm not just saying working out. My ex-husband, Baba's dad, he didn't need to work out. He was just drinking a lot of beer. He just had this beer belly. I was like, the fuck is this? The fuck are you doing? Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, he just needed to make lifestyle changes. And there were changes that he needed to make for his health. Because that particular thing that he was developing, it's associated with certain behavior. And it's associated with certain things internally, like fatty liver. Right? Things that will fucking kill you. 
<laughs> things that will kill you, things that will make you have to have your gallbladder taken out, things that like I'm going to have to nurse you through those fucking surgeries and hold your hand going through that fucking bullshit because I didn't tell you 10 years earlier the fuck are you doing? Have you seen yourself? Like, can we do something? Can we talk about this? Can we get on a regimen? I'll work out with you. I'll work out with you every day. I'll cook you all the things that you need to eat. So this doesn't, I'll keep, I'll be the one who's like, you're not fucking going out and you're not fucking going drinking. What's good? Fight me. Like, I will do all that. But um, what I'm not going to do is tell you I fucking love you and that you could just go ahead and keep doing whatever the fuck you do and I like you the way you are because I don't. Because I don't. Because evolutionarily, my genes are like, bitch, run. This is a fucking mess. I don't want this. And you don't want to have kids with this. That's the other thing the brain be saying. You know, remember when I was telling you about the Scorpio and I was like, my genes were like, this is a match. This is a match. Because you looking at that dude and you're like, yo, priorities in check, son. Like, mm, like this person is dedicated. <laughs> this person is committed and dedicated to a few things. Okay, the tats and the muscle and the, uh, 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 uh. this person is invested in things. This person doesn't do things halfsy. You know what I'm saying? And so the genes are like, whoo, commitment, resolve, priorities in check. You know what I'm saying? Hunter gatherer shit like this dude out here running running jumping spearing killing animal you know what i'm saying the body's like whoa this is the fucking hunter gatherer of all hunter get yo yes the baby with you yes yes why not like i know you're gonna be able to i know i know that you're gonna be able to give me something that i can mix with my genes and produce something superior to me which is, after all, the fucking goal of your genes is to get better and better and keep splicing with other, you know, that have, you know, the complementary histoimmune complex, right? That you can, like, make better and better and better children. That's, like, right? That's what we're fucking doing, right? Right? Like, I hate to have to take it all the way back to the fucking protein level, but what the fuck do you think we're actually doing? You know we're just, like, meat suits for these gene proteins, Right? And that they fucking control that and the epigenetics control everything, right? Like these meat suit interaction with the proteins is what controls everything. They're just trying to keep living and keep getting better and better and better. And you trying to tell me, wait, wait, I haven't even gotten to what these fucking people are trying to tell me that I'm doing wrong. I'm, I'm not even getting there yet because we're at the 54 minute mark and I don't want to do that to you. I'm going to tell you their side of it. In the next part, I mean, it's the same It's the same episode. I just have to uh, do it in segments because Anchor only lets you record for an hour at a time. So fine. So I'll go into that in that one. So let me just round this out here. So you, so you, so my genes, okay? My genes are out here looking for the best complement to its genes. And because I'm not on the pill, and you can look this up, because I'm not on the pill, I can actually smell who has the right immunity complement to me. If you're on the pill, you can't smell it at all. We'll go into that in another episode, but it's absolutely true. 
which is why people get on, are on the pill. They marry someone, they get off the pill to have a baby. They smell the dude for the first time when they get off the pill and they can't fucking stand him. They kick him out of the bed. They want nothing to do with him. They probably end up having a baby and getting divorced right away. Boom. Because once a woman smells you, everything in her genetics is like, get away from this person. Get away from this person. I fucking hate this person. I can't say everything they do irritates you. Everything they say makes you mad. You can't fucking stand them because you couldn't fucking smell them when you were on the pill because your body's tricked into being pregnant. So it turns off those particular need to sense the smell of a match because you don't need a fucking match because you got a baby in your stomach. But because you actually don't and the pill is just making you think you do, it actually does turn off your sense of smell to be able to smell that immunity compliment. So if you can't smell that immunity compliment, you can't smell this motherfucker. You don't know, right? See, I don't have that problem. I, I can I can smell it. And and honestly, I have never smelled a dude who wasn't the body type that I like that smelled good to me. Never. And that's like two people, actually. Three. Three, three people. Three people in my life have like their natural smell, like smells like addictively good to me. Where I'm like, oh God, yes, you smell amazing. That, that. That, not their cologne, not the soap they use, not the shampoo they use, like when they sweat, like the way they smell. Like if you like the way a dude smells when he sweats, your genes are a match. I have never, never been around a guy who's not the body type that I like, that's like me, mesomorph, not an endomorph, not an ectomorph, a mesomorph like me, right? I have never been around a mesomorph guy that was the body type that I like that wasn't that and I smelled him and I liked the way he smelled. It's never happened. So you're, so there is a group of people now who are trying to say that everything that I've just said to you is really fucked up. I am actually a super bigoted person who has major prejudices and I'm fat phobic and probably every other phobic. Just throw them all in there. I'm sizist. I'm, I'm, I'm all the things. I'm all the fucking things. Um, and we're going to go, <laughs> and we're going to go into that. But the most amazing claim in there somewhere, and I never would have seen this coming. The most amazing claim was, or the most, um, the most, um, poignant point of contention here was that it's not okay for me to not be attracted to a heavier set man. That's not okay. The fact that I don't find quote unquote fat bodies, not my words, attractive is me being fucked up and I need to go back and re uh, adjust my, even use the word cybernetic, wait a minute, my cybernetic settings to uh, reflect the, the, <sighs> reflect the views of our time. Okay. <sighs> Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into it. We're at 59.20. So uh, I'm going to take a second. I'm going to cough. <laughs> I'm going to drink some orange juice. Um, Hit that. Hit that. Hit that. Hit that. Whatever you got, hit that. I'll be back in a second, yeah? And <laughs> we can talk more. <laughs> it's your girl, DJ Narc. I'll be right back. Yo, what's up? It's your girl, DJ Narc. I'm back. So now you're thinking, man, that was all really harsh. Maybe a lot of you listening, you're feeling like, damn, I'm not really taking that good care of myself. I'm feeling mad, heavy right now. You're making me feel fat, Umber. No. First of all, I was talking specifically about men and about men who are trying to date me. That's the whole hunter-gatherer thing, right? Women is a completely different story. Of course, the health concerns are there. But being lean is not necessarily what the female body is built for. Uh, As someone who finds women attractive, it's never been, uh, weight has never been an issue for me. It's not something that I even really see. For me, women are just so pretty. Um, and they're kind of designed to be very round anyway. Um, so it's never, I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, a lot of the women that I've loved in my life are heavier set from my best friend in high school, who I think was probably the first girl that I ever fell in love with. No, I know she was. I know she was. Um, real tall girl, like 5'10". Um, and always, I guess, struggled with her weight. Even though she was never fat. Or like, what, she she thought she was fat. I hate that word. I never use that word about people. But she thought she was. But she was just like a tall, you know, big build. Beautiful. And then, um... Yeah. Yeah. And then when I went to college, um, the girl I fell in love with there, I know you're listening and I know you know that I fell in love with you as soon as I met you. <laughs> We're very good friends now. She's a Gemini. Hi. Um, not the traditional, you know, stick body type by any means. White girl, definitely not built like a white girl. Um, and then most recently, I think I told Yazzie when I met her that if I was a man, I would have asked her to marry me the day I met her. And Yazzie's tall, you know, real tall and like a a bigger build as well. So actually on women, I find weight actually to be very attractive because I feel like women are supposed to have a little weight on them. You know, like we're designed to... Um, not to be gross, but like we're designed to feed children, you know, so like, and we know now that there's this direct correlation between fat being carried in certain places, and how um, that and how that works in the formation of the baby and the baby's brain, you know, and there's all kinds of evidence in curvier women having smarter kids, right? So um, again, I think evolutionarily, when I look at a woman, I find a curvier, heavier set woman attractive because on a genetic level, what I'm seeing is someone who would produce good offspring. 
So perhaps that sounds really primal. And I guess through doing the podcast and just listening to myself saying this, I can see how primal my sexuality is. But again, Venus and Aries, you know, case study right here. Um, and I can't, I can't help the bluntness with which I say things. And I really, um, the, it may rub you the wrong way, the unapologetic unabol- uh, tone that I have. And I think a lot of people who don't like me, um, it is that just in and of itself. They they find a woman who is unapologetic to be synonymous with arrogance. And it's just so interesting, right? Because that's such a cultural filter. Um, it's not, I'm not arrogant at all. I'm actually very, very, very humble and super religious. Um, and in my particular religion, arrogance is the worst thing. It's the thing God hates most. Um, or that uh, God does uh, dislikes most or does, does not... Um, you know, it it makes it 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 closes your heart from God is the way it's put. It's much simpler to kind of explain in a different language. English is so limited, um, but we'll get into that. I'm going to teach you guys more languages. So it's not that it's not that I'm arrogant. I'm actually well aware that everything and everyone is exactly the same. That's why I treat a piece of toilet paper that I'm using to clean like something up like off the bathroom floor or like a you know catch a bug with or something with the same respect I use when I touch another human being like I'm tr- I'm trying to be as respectful as possible as I move through this space and time and to leave as little of an impression or a footprint or too much of a you know a a, a weight on anybody or anything um I'm trying to live by the live as if a traveler. You know, I'm 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 really trying to embody that in my actual physical life and not just in my spirituality. You know, just to stay as transient as possible, which is also very Gemini. It's also very Virgo, it's very mercurial. Um but unapologetic can be mistaken for arrogance, sure. Yeah, I totally can. Because in a culture where unapologetic, intelligent women aren't allowed to exist, un- unless they unless they are fitting into every cookie cutter social trap that you're making for them, in which case they're no longer intelligent. Because you can't be intelligent if someone robs you of all your individual experiences and prejudices. Your prejudices are part of what makes you intelligent and your intelligence is part of why you have the prejudices you have. Like, come on. It's stupid. This is a stupid fucking argument. And yes, yes. Is there something to the fact that, uh, let's say I have hair on my arms. I have very long limbs. I obviously have a lot of testosterone in my body. I have all these brothers and a family full of men on my dad's side. They just never have girls like yes can I see how part of this is that I have more of that testosterone brain and I can and I have like the square jaw right like all the things it's there it's there you see it it's that Gemini androgyny right is there something to the fact that perhaps I can understand this better because of that reason you know honestly no I think women are way 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 smarter than men way smarter than men and only because evolutionarily it makes more sense like now we know that 
the intelligence passes solely from mother to child, right? Like the genes that will later become the child's intelligence are passed solely from mother to child. The, the father really has not, doesn't have much to do with it. The father's role really comes in more like, like structural stability, right? Frame, skeletal frame stability, and also the protection of the environment. And we know that the genes are going to express based on how calm the environment is. So there the father becomes, you know, a really, really important force. Okay, fine. And again, for that, my preference in men is backed up by that, just by the way. Because you would want you you would want someone, if you take it back to that level, you would if your intelligence is being passed from you to this being that you are growing in your stomach, stay with me here, you would want the person standing outside that cave or the one who's running off to kill the thing to come and roast it so you and this thing can eat or whatever, right? You would want the guy who could do that best out of all the guys that were around. And hopefully, the guy that can do that best also likes you. Now, those are two very different um, body types. So when I'm saying that I like this like kind of person who's like this, like this, yeah, I like that because for the most part, at least this decade, I'm straight, you know? <laughs> You know, I'm actually, I'm bisexual, but I'm also celibate. So like, I'm nothing right now, right? But I like, yeah, I like women a lot. I like men a lot, but I just don't like anybody at all right now. So that's just, you know, the way it is. So I'm not, I I, I, I don't know how to apologize for the argument that was thrown at me. And I think that's why I'm like kind of rambling right now. I don't I don't know how to even wrap my head around. So what I was told was I'm super fat phobic because the fact that I'm not attracted to quote unquote fat bodies, again, not my fucking words. The fact that I'm not attracted to fat bodies is totally fucked up. And it's something that's wrong with me and I have to go back basically in my settings and figure out and fix what it is in me that makes me not sexually attracted to, again, not my words, quote unquote, fat bodies. Okay. That, seriously, no bullshit. I'm not trying to make you laugh. I'm not trying to throw shade. I'm telling you for the real reels. That's terrifying. Like, that's so counter to my evolutionary, like, drive that it's scary. It's frightening that anyone in any position of power, if they were, if this school of thought actually continues, it's frightening to think that at some point there could be someone in a position of power who actually believed this. And could in some way enforce it or like penalize you for it. <coughs> like if there was a person who like worked at the FCC or something, right? And and believed this, they could have, for example, this episode taken off the air and have me fined because I said that I'm not attracted to overweight men. 
And I think the term overweight for women is weird because like there's so much more of a spectrum in what is healthy for women because again, it depends so much on our particular bearing childbearing ability. We as women are these self um we're these fractal creatures who create fractal versions of ourselves, right? Over and over and over again. And and um like you know, you were in your mother's stomach and your eggs were already in there, so your daughter's eggs have been in your line for like three generations before she ever like we're just these fractal this fractal female energy and we just make ourselves over and over again so we've all individually evolved to do that in whatever environment we were in the best we could so we come in all these different sizes right we do we do. We come in all these different sizes because some of us were bearing kids in this environment and that environment. And some of us got this much to eat or that much to eat or only got this kind of stuff to eat or only got that kind of stuff to eat. So we're like this amazing, uh, you know, there's this vast like spectrum of what is healthy, childbearing, able and like you can live for a long time with good quality of life. There's a much larger spectrum. So cool, fine. For anyone to say to me, although I do believe that, and I just stated that, but for anyone to say to me that I'm wrong, bad, Something is wrong with my programming. I am, I am, I am uh, spreading a message of hate, okay? By saying simply that me, for the sake of uh, the evolution of the fucking species, and if not that, just perhaps the Khans, okay? You could chalk this up to my tribalism. Just for the Khans, okay? Um, that I am wrong if I do not find a certain body type physically attractive because I should because I should find all body types equally physically attractive can you just take a second while I drink something to think about to think about that what if somebody told you that you had to be equally attracted to everybody regardless of body? Because now we're just talking about body, but does it apply to body size or just also body shape? Because what if it's like a nose? What if it's like weird elbows? You know, Virgo moon, I see everything. You know, like what if it's something else? Is it just size? Is it shape? Is it height? Is it, again, because like if you're not six foot, like six one or higher, I'm not, I'm not interested. Again, I'm not interested. So like there's that. So how many different things, like can I be, I want to be the intersectionalist prejudiced person. Make me that, make me that. Hmm. I'm serious because that's fucking ridiculous. No, it is. If, okay, let's just take me as an example. Northern Indian fucking Himalayan genes, man. North, North India. 
You know what people look like up there? They're tall. They're lean. They're very broad-shouldered. Small waists. Long hands. Long fingers. Thin wrists. Thick hair. Big eyes. Good eyebrows. Hot-tempered. Agile. Combative. Now, why all those things? Tall. Very tall. Most of them, pretty light-skinned. But still, a great variety of color. Now, is it a coincidence, considering where my genes come from, and the fact that my parents came here in the late 70s, is it a coincidence that the person that I've told you about time and again, without knowing that we'd ever talk about this, the person that I've told you about is exactly all of those things? And is it a coincidence that that person's family is actually from exactly the same village as my family, except they had to move to the other side of the border? Is it a coincidence? Am I a fat phobic person? Because for me, that is the ideal, perfect body type. And I'm so picky that when I don't see the ideal, perfect body type, I'm not interested. So which part of me is fucked up? Is it the part of me that has like, let's talk pre-1947 and all this fucking British evil, right? Like, <laughs> am, I, am I wrong for having, like, the subcontinent in my genetics? Am I wrong for being North Indian? Am I wrong that my North Indian genes don't fire nearly in any way even close to until I see that? Is it, is it, am I wrong? How do I, how do you want me to retrain a part of me that I don't even know? I've never been to India. I don't even know how you, what is it exactly you want me to say to that part of myself too? Because you know what? I know what happens when those genes mix when you when you are attracted to somebody like 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 what i'm describing and you mate with them the kids mashallah are perfect <laughs> you know like i've seen it happen <laughs> before my eyes <laughs> every punjabi person is like facts 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 punjabis marry punjabis facts facts like yes 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 like come on like what 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 part of me do you want me to talk to what cybernetic setting because because dog you're not talking about cybernetic settings you know what I'm saying? My cybernetic said, I could, I'm there with you. I could control them. I could go back from like zero to five and be like, boom, 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 boom. Okay, both your parents are ultra fit and everyone thinks that they're like in their early 20s, but they got two kids and another one on the way. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, okay, I'll rewrite that to like, it's okay to look however the fuck you want. Cool, cool, cool. I could do that. But dog, I think this goes way past that. Way, way, way back. 
You're asking me to go have a conversation with like the Bhagavad Gita written into my fucking DNA and be like, okay, like, I know you're only attracted if he looks like Shiva, but like, you got to be attracted anyway. And that party was like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Get out of my house, first of all. And like, you're lucky I don't kill you for coming in here. Get the fuck out. This is this is a game. Is this a game? Do you think this is a fucking game? Do you think our gene surviving and making it is a fucking game? Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Go do something before I hurt you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. No, I'm not trying to have those conversations because I'm not a fucking idiot. I'm not trying to rewrite something that works perfectly fine. That's how we got here. That's how we got here. Can we be fucking real for a minute? If you a woman and you're in good health regardless of your size, you're doing something right because that's how you got here. Your body developed to be able to have babies at whatever weight that you seem to like quote unquote get stuck at and you can't. If you're living a healthy lifestyle and you keep getting quote unquote stuck at a certain weight, that's because that's the weight at which you're going to carry babies best. Be happy. You fertile, bitch. You understand what I'm saying? Great. Great. We're working. We're good. We're on top of it. But you want me to now rewrite the part of me that is interviewing for the job of protector while I bear this child. You need to get the fuck out of my face. I'm not going to put myself in danger To make your fucking politics happy. Are you fucking kidding me? That makes me fat phobic? You're out of your fucking mind. That makes me smart. That makes me smart. Yeah, I know I sound like a fucked up Gemini. So? What? What's news? What's new to you here? Why are you being brand new? You didn't know that? I'm never, I'm never going to sugarcoat this shit for you. This shit is fucking bullshit. Why do you think we end up with alphas anyway? Read sex before dawn. Do yourself a favor. Why do you think we end up with alpha males anyway? Because if you don't cut it and you can't protect someone who's trying to bear a child and pass her genetics on, you're, get out of the way, bro. Why do you think in Islam men can have so many wives? Because the concept is understood. Like some of y'all just y'all can't get it together. And some of y'all really got it together. Ball, son. And and wait and wait. This is a situation in which this is not like maybe Islam is a bad example to use because you have so many prejudice. Most most people have so many prejudices against it. Like this is forced thing. You think it's like women are forced into these marriages with men who have lots of that's not what I'm talking about. I, my version of Islam is like a southern Spain, you know, the Moors bringing Islam to southern Spain and giving it electricity and libraries and running water and philosophy and books and stuff, you know, and female scholars. Like, that's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the philosophical basis for why the, the additional wives, because it was a time of war. The religion comes out of a time of war and a lot of tribalism, and there was a lot of prostitution because so many men would die in war and these women had no way to support themselves and they were just going to die otherwise. And so it naturally sprung up as, you know, uh, yeah, like it does everywhere, I'm sure. So 
as a way to curtail this and bring one the problem under control because you know it it breeds other problems uh but also as a way to protect the female population that was obviously being ravaged by war in a completely different way you know being left so vulnerable in this really tribal society where once your husband's gone you're just left open to you know basically anything um to somehow you know, curtail that and and bring some sort of order to it, this was, you know, this was the thing. So you could have more than one wife. But the way, the only way you can do it is if you can provide each wife with exactly equal of everything, their own house, their own whatever, every, what, what one has, the other has to have. However time you spend with one, you have to spend with the other. And so it's like this very like equal, like if you got the means and the women are interested and they fuck with you and they want to do this, y'all can do this is kind of the thing. So fine. Now, the reason that works is because there are certain men who are for one reason or another more capable of providing that protection. Now, some women... Their genetics are set up in a way where when they see a really rich guy, no matter what body type he is, their genes are going, okay, this is the perfect person to provide you protection because their genes are more evolved to perhaps a more modern state where money is much more powerful than a V-shaped back. Okay, so those women are highly turned on by and genuinely they they're hot for the dude because he has money because their genes are like, bitch, you know, maybe I have a fragile bearing structure like maybe I'm super tall and like, you know, babies are not like the easiest thing for me to do. Maybe I'm super, super, super skinny and real narrow and whatever. So like a rich guy is like, boom, boom, boom. Like this is someone who can provide all the things that I need because this process is actually pretty precarious for me. Perfect. I'm not judging those women for being that way. I don't think they're fucking phobic anything. I don't think they're gold diggers. I don't think anything like that, even in the the slightest bit. You'll do whatever the fuck you got to do. If you know you're fragile... You probably need a lot of medical attention when you're in the birthing process, right? Or just going through the whole thing. You're probably one of those people who's going to need a lot of money to do that, right? Okay, so then, of course, if you're around a guy who has a lot of money, regardless of how he looks or regardless of what his body type is, you're just going to be like, yes, that's what's attractive to me. Of course, because your body's sending that signal because it's trying to fucking breed, it's trying to fucking breed. Come on. Like, and if you start telling me that my basis for this argument is being that we're trying to fucking breed is wrong and that's where the whole problem starts and I'm being like a guy and, oh, I can't believe you listen to Joe Rogan. Oh, I can't believe. You know what? Honestly, grow up. I've been saying that a lot lately and I really like it. Grow the fuck up. Grow up right now. Of course, it's about fucking breeding. You could take all this fucking politics, honestly, and go fuck yourself. Of course, it's about fucking breeding. Everything is about fucking breeding. Are you insane? What the fuck else are we doing? What the fuck else is everything around you doing? You tell me. What are you talking about? Shut the fuck up. Don't use this shit and don't bully people to try to make yourself feel better for whatever the fuck is going on with you when really, and this is what we're going to get to now, when really you don't give a fuck about nothing because here's the real shit. 
Here's the shit that really fucking bothers me. You notice I didn't say that nice stuff in the first part? You notice how different my views are about weight with women than with men? You notice why I didn't say that first? Because we probably lost a lot of women during the first segment. Hmm. That's on purpose. That's on purpose. Because if you think that I'm fucked up because I'm not attracted to a guy who's not a certain way, I don't want you here to begin with. And if you're going to take that personally and apply it to your body as a female without hearing me out all the way, then fuck you anyway. Now, for all the rest of us that are still here, (laughs) let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about these people, okay? Because I was not really dragging them yet. Everything that I've been doing so far, this is just what Geminis do. They'll come in, they'll bite you here, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit here. We're like the little fucking Chinese paper cut torture. We'll just put so many little cuts in you that at one point you don't realize it, but you're just like Libras, queen of swords. They come in with the two swords fucking swinging. You know, you see Kim Kardashian when she actually goes off. Yo, when that bitch goes off, she actually goes off. That bitch is mean. I like it. I like it. Yo, Aquarians. Aquarians got that like that one sword standing up straight. You know what I'm saying? They'll fucking read you your life and then just slice through you. Gemini, man, there's two of us and we got little like ninja stars. You know what I'm saying? We just, we all over you. We here, we there, we behind you, we in front of you, everywhere, everywhere, putting all these little cuts in you. And before you realize it, you standing there smiling because we talking to you and keeping you engaged, but you bleeding the fuck out. And it's not one cut. You know, a Libra just come over and take your fucking head off. You got no chance. You just give in. You got no chance. And Aquarius, maybe they take your arm off or something. You could get away. You know what I'm saying? They, they're, not, they're not ruthless. They're not heartless. They're going to let you get away. A Gemini, man, where, what, what cut are you going to hold? Where you want to put a bandage, son? You bleeding from everywhere. And I'm not even, I haven't even started yet. I haven't even started. That's not even the drag. Because that shit is just evolutionary. That's just science, man. Get out of my face. If you have a problem with anything I've said so far and you don't realize that it's based solely on wanting to like evolve, then you're a fucking idiot. But now, for the real drag. For the real drag. Here we go. It's a 30-minute mark. I suggest you smoke something. Honestly. Because I don't know how many people get to do the drag that I'm about to do. But if you're a woman of color, you're about to be really fucking happy. Because you know where I'm about to take this, right? That's why I said, that's why I said, that's why I said, that's why I said. Light it. Light it. Now. Here's the best part about all this fucking made-up nonsense. Here's the best part. All these same people, right? Just quick to jump on you and be like, yo, it's so fucked up. I'm so disappointed in you. Yeah? Well, you know what? 
I was just on your page. And you know what? After that, I searched you. Found your Facebook too. You know what? I googled you too. Found some other shit too. And you know what I realized? You never talk about black people getting killed by the cops. You never talk about the Palestinians or the fact that Gaza is the biggest open air prison slash concentration camp in the world. You never talk about the fact that there is so much human trafficking going on that it's terrifying. Actually, you don't really talk about any of that shit. You talk a lot about yourself. There's a lot of pictures of your friends. You go out a lot. I noticed that. It's all very uh, diverse looking. I see that too. But I don't really see you repping for any of those diverse people you be out with. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's little nooks and crannies here of people that you really feel like standing up for. And I can't help but notice that all those people kind of look like you. But none of y'all posted anything about Diddy's ex-wife who was saying for weeks and weeks that she didn't feel right and then died of a heart attack and how most black women die of heart attacks in emergency rooms. Like, you got time, man. You Bro, you got time. You got time to be on people's pages. You got time for the DMs. And don't take this as me being stressed by it. I live off this shit. I love it. I love it. Yo, I love it. You don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm that person who's begging somebody to start a fight with me. I'm that person that you start a fight with and smiles at you. You know that person that you should run away from? Yo, I'm, I'm just looking for it. I'm waiting, cause, but I'm nice, so I can't do it. I can't start it. I can't instigate it. But if you give me the chance, I'm, re- I'm ready for it. I don't, I don't give a fuck about the heat. I'm upset because there's real shit going on out here. And you people waste so much fucking time talking about and taking up space in the fucking national discussion where there's real shit that we really need to be talking about. And like your voices would very much be appreciated on some real shit. No, for real, on some real shit. Why do you care more about the fact that I want some fucking dude to lose 20 pounds before he can fucking slide into my DMs? Why do you care more about that than you care about the fact that cops kill little black kids for no fucking reason? Why over the past four fucking years is there not one fucking post on your fucking page about fucking black people being killed by the cops? Or the fact that there's literally people living in a fucking concentration camp under apartheid rule right now? Or the fact that fucking people are getting gassed? Did you did you put anything up about people getting gassed? No. Do you do you care about the kids that were taken away? If I go on down on your page, is there anything about the kids that were in the camps earlier this year? No. Is there anything about the Dakota pipeline? Do you give a fuck about what's going on with the First Nations people? No. You don't give a fuck about anything except your ironic, stupid fucking haircut 
And you look like a my G. You look like a fucking moron. You look horrible. Not because I'm fat phobic or whatever phobic you think I am or because of your body type. You look like a clown is what it is. It, th- that's what it is. It, see? Because I played you. Because I told you women and men are different. When, for a woman to be quote unquote fat, I can't believe y'all even use the term fat. Why y'all throw that word around so much? It's so ugly it's for you guys to do it. I don't understand it. But... For a woman to be considered quote unquote fat like that, like you're trying to put it, like you're talking about such an extreme. So that, that segment of the population is what you choose to get up in arms about. And the, and the, and the logic you use is so flawed that what you're basically telling people is that they have to rewrite their genetic predisposition to suit your fucking feelings when that's what you choose to champion in this life at a time when there are so many fucking heinous things going on so many unspeakable have you have you do you even know there's a war going on in yemen do you know that people are starving to death do you know do you fucking care do you care You don't give a fuck. You you don't even you don't give a fuck. <coughs> Seriously, you really don't care about people. That's why I'm dragging you. Not because you said something to me in my DMs. Like again, Nikki, I love it. Like kill you with the pencil type shit. I'm I'm with it. I'm good with this. You want to brawl? We could brawl. But y'all too soft for me. And and no, that's not a dig. But y'all too soft for me. Because this is some bullshit. This is some fucking prep school shit right here. You can't say that you're only attracted to a certain type of guy because that hurts people's feelings. That's going to trigger people. Are you kidding me? Honestly, are you joking me? That's what you're choosing to focus on. This is like people who care about animals more than people. Same shit. Same shit. Yo, there's people starving to death for no reason. They didn't do nothing to nobody ever. But a bunch of rich countries got together and blockaded them. And millions of people are going to die in Yemen. Millions. For no reason. Right now. You know, like that cute dog that they show in the commercial and Sarah McLaughlin's voice and the dog is going to get killed. You feel more about that dog than you do about the fact that I just told you that millions of people are going to die of starvation. They're just killing off the country. And they're all doing it together. We live in a country where a couple of days ago, two different police departments had to rescind uh, or or um, reject the invitation to go to Tel Aviv and train with Israeli police and military to learn how to police their own cities. The NYPD has an, a whole building in Tel Aviv. Do you understand what's going on here? 
there's real things going on and cops are just like it's slowed down so much thank god but like cops have been right and left killing people i mean i know you guys all know this i know you guys are fucking woke as shit but how come when it's these type of stupid fucking people that are saying the stupid fucking bullshit when you go and look into what they cultivate and what they spend their time on none of this stuff comes up why is that what you care about you've heard me say a million other things You've obviously been following me for a while. Haven't you seen my Palestine posts? Have you, haven't you seen like the anti-globalist posts? Haven't you seen anything other than, did none of it spark your interest? None of it made you go and look into it and say, whoa, what the fuck is going on here? None of it made you like get involved. But this thing, you coming at me sideways with the bullshit and the fucking laughable, oh, I can't believe you're using science to back up. What do you want me to use? What do you want me to? Oh, you sound like a man. You sound like Joe Rogan. What do you want me to use? It's science. What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, I'm going to use science. I don't know what the fuck else to do. I told you my my preference. I told you uh, you want me to go off feeling. Okay, fuck science. Fuck science. You're right. Fuck science. Because that's the other thing. You're going off science. Such a man. Such a man. Okay. Okay, good. Fuck science. Forget science. Fuck it. Fuck it. Let's go off feeling, yeah? Let's get real female. Let's go off feeling. My, the pupils of my eyes dilate. And my eyes literally change color when I look at that Scorpio. So much so that when we first, first met, he thought I was wearing contacts. Because the color changed so drastically. That's not science. You tell me what that is. That's not science. You said fuck science. Oh, you're such a Joe Rogan, Peterson asshole. You're such a fucking uh, hierarchy. You're such a part of the patriarchy. You're such a bitch. Okay, okay, all right. Fuck all of that. My eyes change color when I look at him. (sighs) Even when I think about him. Now what? No science to back that up. Makes no sense of any kind. I would never use that to back up any claim or any any position I was taking. But since you said fuck science, you know, that's just for stupid men. Fuck science. You're such a bitch. Okay, fine. What's that then? That's feeling. That's the body. I don't know. That's emotion. That's my cancer rising, looking at a Scorpio and going, oh my God, Ah, look, it's the ocean. And the ocean's like, look, it's the ocean. <laughs> and you're like, cool, yes. What, what, what? What do you, what do you, what do you say to that then? Have I ever had that reaction towards anyone that was a different body type than that? Actually, towards no one ever other than that, but towards a different body type? No. Have other dudes tried to look at me like that? Sure. Almost every guy I meet tries to look at me like that. Sure. Has it ever worked? No. Especially if it's not that body type. No, never. Have you ever consciously thought about that? No. Yo, dudes don't even come up on my radar if they don't check that checklist. Like, we'll walk by guys. I'll be with girls and we'll walk by guys all the time. And they're like, did you see that guy? And I'm like, no. 
And they'll be like, and they'll point him out. They'll be walking down the street and they'll point him out like the back of his head, like he's walking the other way, like, look, that guy. And I'm like, yeah, no. I'm like, wow, you don't even, no, I don't even see them. No, no, he's under 5'10". I didn't see him. No, I, he, I didn't even look up because like my spidey senses didn't even tell me to look up. I know when to look up. I know like a block away. Sorry, all New York references, but like we walk a lot in New York. I know a block away. Like, come on, come on, we're animals. Come on. Are you kidding? You don't think I could tell a block away that my preference is walking towards me? Trust me, I can tell. Jesus, like, stop being fucking morons, please. Like, stop acting like we're not animals. I'm so tired of this. What's this, like, new delicacy that's come with technology where, like, we're like androids now that don't actually have sexual organs and don't smell things and don't notice things and we're all just the same and we all just love each other no matter what? fuck you. No, I don't. I don't even like you. And it doesn't have anything to do with your body type. You're dumb. You're dumb. And actually what you're doing makes perfect sense because you're so dumb that if you keep doing this shit, you will devolve. Ha, that's amazing. And it's fucking true. Wow. Good. Umber. Yay. I didn't even know we were going to hit that, but that makes total fucking sense. Yeah. Keep doing this shit. Keep doing this shit and you're going to keep picking your partners based on your neuroses instead of on reality. And what you're going to end up with is your your genetics are just going to burn themselves out. That's it. You're just going to keep making poor choices and choosing people who make poor choices just to make the point the point that it's not about poor choices. Um, and then... Yeah, at some point, nature's going to be like, but it is about poor choices, bitch. And that'll be that. You know, maybe it'll be a few generations from now. You know, with technology and Walmart, <laughs> you know, anything's possible. Um, but, you know, uh, nature has a funny way of not letting idiocy slide. It's just not, it doesn't make any sense. If the point is to get better, then this is the stupidest thing that you could possibly adhere to. Seriously, like honestly, don't follow this. Don't don't try to breed or mate based on politics. It's so, so contradictory to your needs. Like, uh, you will really fuck yourself up. It will not work out. It will not. It will not. Because your body knows more than you. And what these people are trying to tell you is that they know better than your hardwiring. You know, that's why I thought that like the whole psychocybernetics jab was so funny. Because this is not about psychocybernetics. You're dumb. Like that's controllable. I'm with you. You're right. We can go in and change all of that. This is hardwired into your genes. Your genes want certain things because they see things lock and key like we don't. That's why we can smell things that we don't even know. But we know that how is it possible that a human female who's not on birth control can smell this very complex, like histoimmune, like complementary system to yours? How can she smell that just with like smelling an old gym shirt? That's fucking insane because we are highly sophisticated, prejudicial breeding machines, if you will. I mean, if you want to be that clinical about it, yeah. 
We want to fractally reproduce and every time we do, we want to make better and better versions of ourselves and our smell and our sight and our and our ability to get turned on and release certain hormones. It's all hormones. It's all being, it's all wired to what will fit our genes best and like produce healthier, like the one thing that they taught us in school that I loved was that genes like to be spread apart as much as possible because as much if uh, geographically because as much as you can spread genes apart they're going to come across things that they um, don't have an immunity for but this other person does because they're from a completely different part of the world right so you make healthier and healthier offspring the farther and farther you get really cool now does that completely go against my thing of like north india north india no because first of all north india is huge but also we've gotten to the point where we've refined our genetics to like this very um with a lot of food a lot of access like to all sorts of resources actually and what have become really rigid um, at the time, what was Hindu structures, which disallowed for this inbreeding, right? So there's just certain things that you couldn't do and certain people you couldn't marry. And so, and the caste system as well, right? So you create these hierarchies, bad word, that account for why our genes don't need to be super spread apart for us to have very healthy offspring. It's a very smart way to do it. Hindus had things figured out a long fucking time ago. It's actually kind of scary. The Chinese and the Indians, like, it's terrifying some of the stuff they knew and how long ago they knew it and how they finessed all of it into these super successful societies it's sometimes like if you really look at it it's scary like how did they do it how do they know how do they know it (laughs) how'd they know to do it like that anyway but but it's the way to do it if you're going to be contained like that and keep the genes healthy it makes sense it makes sense it's not fair it's fucked up but it makes sense right? And no, I'm not advocating it. I'm Muslim. I don't believe in stuff like that. Everyone's equal. We're all the same. But you still get to have a fucking preference for God's sake. We can be equal and all the same and all great, but we each get to have a fucking preference. And do I make it sound like my preference is the best preference? Sure, because it's my fucking preference and I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want. And that's what we come back to in this last 10 minutes. You have freedom of speech. I have freedom of speech. I'm allowed to say whatever the fuck I want. Well, actually not, I guess. Not within certain bounds. But you know what? You have freedom of speech and you choose not to say anything about anything except dumb shit like this. And we need your freedom of speech to be saying shit about actual important shit, about people who are dying and just all the suffering that's going on. But instead, you waste it. You waste it on stuff that makes no sense and actually makes everyone look stupid, right? And is embarrassing to everyone because it makes no sense, right? So there's that. But also, there is this bullying element. There is this imposition. Like, I'm going to shame you for being a shamer. And this will somehow... You shamed a group of people and I'm going to shame you for shaming a group of people. And this is something I'm going to do. The shame squared is going to propel you into a state of uh, sorrow or 
you know, you're going to be somehow apologetic about this. Yeah. No. Shame is a really like Christian concept, I feel like. It's like really tied to guilt. And I don't really have guilt about things. I think I told you that. I think there's like one thing I feel guilty about in my life. Remember I told you, like, I feel like I talked to Baba too harsh that one time. <laughs> like, I legit still feel guilty about that. But it wasn't, I guess it wasn't even that bad. But I feel, you know, it just like, you know, I, I need to do better. Um, but no, I just don't feel guilty about shit. Um, so shame is just like, nah, that doesn't really work. I'm not trying to shame you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean. It's just, that's not going to work. That's not, mm-mm, No. And when you say to me, hey, that's shameful. You shouldn't, you're shaming people by doing that. I'm going to shame you for shaming people. No, that doesn't work either. It doesn't even make sense to me. Okay, bye. Okay, you don't like what I'm saying. Sorry. You know, well, are you going to change your mind? No. Well, you should really look at yourself and, 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 and be attracted to everyone equally. No. But that's the right thing to do. No, it's not. That's stupid. Um, How about your great grandkids and my great grandkids inshallah talk about this and they can figure out <laughs> who was right <laughs> let's leave it up to them okay um and for now i can just be all the ists and all the phobics and all the things you want and and i do it and i do it happily and here comes the nikki uh, kind of the gumby too um i do it happily you know i i really enjoy the whole uh a uh, steak, put the woman on the steak and light the fire type thing, you know? I mean, my head hurts when people burn sage, so um, I can't stand it. I hate the smell of sage. Uh, but I like to eat it. I like when it's roasted and some rice, but uh, I don't like the smell. Um, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll be that. I'll be that uh, person. No problem. Because it's fun when they light the fire under you and you don't burn. Because then what? What do you do? It's awkward, right? Like you, you put all the tinder there and you light the fire and you got the chick up there. You got her tied up and everyone's yelling and she's wrong and she's the witch and you're all going to burn her and it's going to be a good time. And if she burns, you know, sorry, wrong one. But if she doesn't, you were all right. But what happens after you're all right? What happens after you try to crucify someone for something stupid and they call your bluff? And you light that fire and they don't burn. What's that awkward moment afterward feel like? You know what it feels like? When that person you tried to burn looks you in your eye and you realize that you can't burn them? It looks like this. It feels just like this moment. You're an idiot. That's it. You're stupid. And your arguments take up too much space but it's super fun to laugh at you <laughs> which is probably why <laughs> you got mad in the first place because you thought I was making fun of someone which I wasn't but how ironic because here I am now laughing at you and here you are dragged for two hours over some dumb shit when you could have just understood what I was saying or tried to have a normal dialogue about it so next time any of this even starts to approach you thinking that you're going to bully me with it, just just come on with it because I love it. I love it. I love it so much. It's like I feel better, yo. My flu is like, whew, 
I'm good right now. Sun's coming up. I'm going to take a shower. I'm good. About to start the day. Get some cappuccino. Maybe go on live on Instagram in a little bit. Kiki about it all. Laugh in your face some more. You have no idea. (laughs) The viciousness with which I am willing to protect my right to say whatever the fuck I want. So I love stuff like this. Because... I don't know. It's fun. It's fun to smile at the people who try to burn you because then they all got to run away. That's what ends up happening. They all run away. Because then they realize what the fuck is going on. They're like, oh shit. (laughs) Gotta go, gotta go. So run, run away. Leave us to it because we got a lot of important shit to do. Now, for the rest of us, I'm sorry that took so long. Uh, Obviously, the voice is almost better. As soon as it's 100, we're going to go for our trip. Do the Falun Dafa, please. Put your feet on some grass if you can find it, even if it's cold, even if it's for a minute. Uh, The pressure headaches are bad right now. Salt baths is the move. Steam where you can get it. Sun eating the last, let's say, 15 minutes before the sun goes down. Put your feet on the grass. Look at the sun for no more than three seconds. It will not burn your eyes. Look into it. Google it. Sun eating. All of this is prepped to get your chi up. So when we get there, you have currency to pay for your meal. Oh, that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to go and that's what we're going to do. And by the way, any of you fucking people who think like this and who think it's okay to fucking bully people for liking something or not liking something, any of you, you know what? You could go, but not on my jet. Go on your own because I don't need this type of energy around me. And I'm not the type, like, I'm not down. The other thing you people do is you do this, like, I'm not with you anymore, but I'm still around if you need me. Bitch, fuck out of here. Nobody needs you. (laughs) Nobody needs you. Nobody needed you. Never. This self-inflated fucking importance, like, this, this, this goes along with everything else you're saying. Just shut the fuck up. Get out of here. Nobody cares. The rest of us, get dressed, meditate, meditate, get dressed, then meditate. Ooh, get comfortable in that new outfit. You got your cigarettes, you got your joints, you got your what you need, what you need, what you're going to bring. You know, do it because the next time we talk, (laughs) I'm not addressing this shit no more. I'm not addressing it, by the way. So don't get like all like froggy in my comments because I'm not I'm not addressing this again. I'm not doing another podcast on this. This shit is such a fucking waste of time. Stupid. Um, Next time I talk, next time we talk, we're going on that trip. It's your girl, DJ Narc. I love you. Talk about Sagittarius season, huh? I know you were thinking it the whole way through. Like, ah, the Sag. You know, you know. I'll see you next week. Love you.